Welcome back, everyone, to the Lacrosse Tribune, UB Lacrosse Football Podcast. My name is Colton Bartholomew. I am your host and the beat writer here for the UWL football program. We're getting back into the, the podcast here this week, getting ready for week one at Luther for the Eagles. Last week's podcast, 400 listens, talking about the scrimmage against Dubuque. Really appreciate that, guys. Let's just keep this rolling. Uh, pass it along to anybody you know that's interested in UWO football. Hit me on Twitter at CBARDizzle or through the email, everything like that, for suggestions or things you want to hear. Uh, let's let's run down the show real quick for today. We have an interview with Ben Shramsky, the senior quarterback for UW Lacrosse. He is just one of those smart, driven guys that when you talk to him, you understand why he is a quarterback. So I think you guys are going to really like that conversation that I had with him. And my big question for him was why he stayed. You know, he was a really talented guy. He transferred in at the same time as Tarek Yegi. Anyone who follows this program saw what Tarek Yegi did, rewrote the record books. Ben was facing the choice. You know, he, he was potentially looking at a career last two seasons of being a backup and not getting to play much. A lot of guys in his position with the talent he has at quarterback would have transferred. They would have gone for their senior year and found someplace they could have played. But, you know, he didn't do that, and I think you guys are really going to like the answers he has about that and all the things we talked about in that interview. And then uh, after the interview, I'll talk to you guys about uh, the preview stories that we have on lacrossetribune.com right now. Preview section went out on Wednesday. Really good stuff. If I egotistically say that, seeing as I wrote it. But um, just a lot of fun stuff from around the field and around these guys. Uh, a team that knows there's some doubts about them, but I think there's a lot of confidence around that the young guys that they have in and that they're going to be playing in week one and against some of these good opponents they're going to face here in the non-conference season. I think those guys are really confident that they're going to be able to perform and really kind of live up to the standard that the last couple of years of UW football set. So after that, we'll break down the Luther game a little bit. But for now, let's get you over to Ben Shramsky and that interview that I did with him last week after training camp. All right, we are here with UWL quarterback, senior Ben Shramsky, after the last training camp practice of his six-year college career now. I mean, Ben, we'll start there, man. I mean, final training camp practices. How do you feel heading into your last season of college football? I mean, it's bittersweet. I'm really confident with the progress this team's made all camp. We had a really good camp. We started slow. I mean, there was always things to improve on week one. There's a lot of young guys, transfer guys, that we need to get acclimated to the program. But I think we've really finished the camp strong. I mean, every single day we got a lot better in a positive manner and uh, came to compete. It was awesome. And, I mean, just for you yourself, do you feel the most locked in that you've had, I mean, throughout your career, learning so many different offenses? How do you feel about this one for this season for you? I'm very confident in our offense. I think we have a great um, play caller up in the booth every day. I think Coach Banks is going to do a great job. Um, I have the utmost faith in our offensive line. Bradley and Oliver up front are going to get us in the right position every single time, and the, the wide receivers on the outside are going to make plays. Um, I think we're in a good spot. Yeah, and what's this camp been like for you, just being one of the few experienced guys on the team with so many new guys and so many, you know, we, we were talking about a little bit before, the whole new offensive line, a lot of receivers that hadn't played a ton. What's it been like for you kind of being one of those guys that they look to to kind of lead them and get them right uh, throughout camp here? I think it's just got to try to stay calm in the chaos. There's some times, you know, that there's just things aren't going to go right. Uh, there's right. a lot of mistakes that are going to happen, guys just learning, because they just haven't seen college football. You know, these freshmen, they used to be in the biggest and fastest kids on their teams, and they're just <laughs> not anymore. It's just the way it is. And so, you know, you just got to stay patient, keep coaching them up, giving any little pointers I can to uh, help them along. 
and I mean, just staying positive with them. You know, just keep encouraging them, keep stringing them along because they're going to be good, uh, great players across the board. And that goes for your quarterback room too. I mean, you being one of the few guys that's actually been on the field, especially for this team as well. Just did you kind of feel even more responsibility in that room because being one of the few experienced guys? I think so. Yeah, I, and I think there's a lot of potential in our group. I think there's, uh, you know, Evans are going to be a phenomenal player for us. Jack Dwyer, Jack Connolly. There's just a lot of potential with our older guys too. So it's it's kind of a fun group. You know, we've got all sorts of levels of talent and um, experience. So it's kind of cool to be, you know, the old guy to try to lead them and, you know, help them along the way as best I can. And you know, try to allow them to see what I've seen. You know, right try to pass that on to him, make it a little bit easier, even for Evan, who's, I mean, obviously a freshman and hasn't touched the field, you know, in a college <laughs> game. And just trying to make it so it, it almost ha feels like it has, he has, you know what I mean? And especially for quarterbacks, you, you guys are making a ton of reads in this offense and uh, even run plays, you're reading things and having to figure things out. Just mm -hmm. how can you kind of try to transfer those things on to, to the nice guys? You, you're going to be a starter this season and everything like that, but how have you tried to, with the newer guys, try to, get them acclimated to that system? I think, you know, it comes down to just understanding the concept and the overall picture. It's not just, you know, what am I doing when I'm in this position? It's understanding the whole, you know, 11-player 11 11 scheme and why sure. we're doing what we're doing. Um, you know, if you're lining up in three different positions each week, you know, you're different. One week you're an H, the next week you're a Z. You need to know, you know, who you're blocking, why you're blocking him, what technique to use. You know, and just trying to relay that to every guy, you know, that it's not just I'm doing this job and sticking with this job. Right. Trying to be versatile, smart players and understand why we're doing what we're doing. Absolutely. And it's been a different camp for you just coming in knowing you were the starter. That's been different from even your time when you are at Concordia. Mm -hmm. just, how has that been with coaches kind of saying, hey, you're the guy, this is your team from, from day one and kind of knowing that throughout? I mean, there's a little bit of added pressure, but I, I like that. You know, there's expectations to be met and – you know, being the old guy in the room, I just try to keep raising the standard. I try to show the young guys, you know, that there is a standard here that we're going to keep raising it every day and we got to get better. Sure. And you were sick last year, weren't able to play, but you were basically an assistant quarterback coach with Coach Landry. Just what did you learn about the game or maybe how you want to approach it having to take that year off here? Oh, I, I think that was an incredible experience for me. It just, you know, just opens your eyes and maybe makes you, uh, like, not take the game for granted ever for one so then you're every single day you're coming out here with a positive mindset you know just wanting to get better and that drive to get better because it was taken away for a year right you know but then on top of it you get to um, stand back and then just essentially critique like pretend that you were in every single play you know read the coverage every play from the booth and then I got to watch Tarek Yagi and Drew David last year who were phenomenal you know they did a great job and it was awesome to learn from them um, and just take what they did and what they did well and what they didn't do well at times and you know and just learn from it. And you know, not to put it in the spot here, but you're a really talented guy. You come in, you transfer in from Concordia, end up being the number two to Tarek. A lot of guys in your spot, especially a quarterback, probably transfer. You know, they're thinking, hey, I could go start somewhere else, looking at your senior year potentially, uh, last chance to play, they go somewhere else. What was it about UWL or this program that you decided, hey, I want to be here and stick it out? Well, I think there are a multitude of uh, reasons, but I, the main one I'd say is I just believe in this program. I believe in Coach Schmidt. I believe in him as a person. Uh, I believe in this coaching staff across the board, and really, I believe in our players. I think we have a lot of great dudes who, you know, work so hard in the off season all year long and just grind to just compete on Saturdays. And I think that's awesome. We have a special bond here with a group of dudes, you know, that just come out here and compete and make everyone else better. And I just felt like I could not leave that. There's just, it's not. It wasn't even a thought in my mind to leave here. 
So even with the potential, like, before getting sick and not being able to play, but potentially, hey, I might be behind Tark that second year. Just even there wasn't a, you could say, not, not a thought to try and find somewhere else. Yeah, there just really wasn't a thought. After I, I just loved everything about lacrosse. You know, the school's awesome. You know, the academics are of great quality. You know, and then just the people here. It's just a great environment all around. The football team's awesome. The coaching staff's awesome. It's just a very positive, you know, fun place to play. Definitely, man. Looking at the season here a little bit, you guys are going to have some new opponents in the non-conference kind of stepping that up. Illinois Wesley and Dickinson are going to present some some different challenges than maybe a Ripon or a Carroll. Just what do you make of that, just kind of stepping that non-conference season up and then starting conference with Whitewater right away? I think it's going to be extremely challenging. It'll be a good test for our young guys. I mean, we just can't take any day lightly. You know, we could lose on any, any game day, and I think we could win on any game day. It doesn't matter who lines up across from us. So, I mean, it'll just come down to, like, staying focused every day in practice and never having, you know, that midseason lull. You can't have that that dullness in practice and be unsharp and undisciplined and, you know, just coming out here going through the motions. We have to stay sharp every single day because, I mean, we could lose any, any given Saturday. Absolutely. And... You mentioned you believing in Coach Schmidt as much as you do. Is it nice to know that he's got the confidence in you guys as, as this team to bring in those tougher opponents in the non-conference, kind of raise that profile for you guys from the start of the season? Absolutely. I mean, he's a player's coach. He empowers the players and you know tries to bring out the best in us, and I, I think that's like unbelievable from a coach. You know, to have as much faith as he does in us to do the right thing on and off the field, you know, be positive represent, uh, representatives of UW lacrosse football, and I just, he's an unbelievable man, unbelievable coach, and, I mean, I'm so lucky to get to play for him for another year. All right, we'll get you out here on this one, Ben. What do you want people to learn about you, or what do you think people will learn about you when they watch you play for the Eagles this season? I think I'm, I'm just a competitor, man. I just I really want to win. I think it'll come out on Saturdays. You'll see it. I just I do not like losing. I will not let my teammates down. If I do, it'll be bouncing back and coming back 100 miles an hour. Um, I, I Being my sixth year, I just – I there's a reason I'm back you know right. I just the competitor in me is just I want to win and I want to win for these guys you know they're just a bunch of great dudes and I want to set an example for them perfect all right Ben well thank you so much for the time and this is the last training camp for you but now you're heading to game prep and all the fun stuff there so again thanks for the time Ben. thank you very much I appreciate it all right I hope you guys really enjoyed that talk that I had with Ben there like I said, just a really smart guy, a really good leader, and you can kind of tell who the leaders on the field are when you're watching practice by when somebody talks, how many people are listening. Ben Tramps, he's the guy when he talks, the whole huddle, everybody on the offensive sideline, they're listening, they want to hear what he has to say. And our plan is, I'm working these things out with Coach Schmidt from the UW football program, but uh, plan is to do more of those. You learn about the guys on this team and the players around the, the program this year, so more fun stuff to come here on the podcast for that. But uh, let's start. Let's break down the preview section here a little bit. This is one of those times that I'm going to urge anyone that can that's around here at, in lacrosse to pick up a paper, either a quick trip or here in the office or from your home subscription. I mean, this is just one of those fun times where you got to play around with the design and do some cool things like that. So uh, if you're not able to do that, just find all of our coverage on lacrossetribune.com as well. But we got five stories coming out over the next few days. A bunch went in on Wednesday, uh, Friday, and Saturday as we get closer to week one as well. One of my favorites, though, was about the, the non-conference schedule that Mike Schmidt, the head coach, put together for this team this season. When he came in, one of the first things he did was he kind of decreased some of the, the talent or the 
difficulty of the non-conference schedule that you saw. We saw them play Ripon and Carroll the past two seasons. You could watch it when they came out of the tunnel or out of the locker rooms. There was a physical mismatch that UWL was going to be the stronger, bigger team. They won those games pretty handily each time they played them. So now it was. I thought it was really intriguing to talk to Mike Schmidt about why he thought this year was the year to step up the competition. He said when he started scheduling some of those easier games that eventually they were going to get to the level of moving everything up. But you can read about why he thought this was the year. And the fact that they brought in two playoff teams. I mean, they've made it about as hard as you can make it in the non-conference. So to me, from the outside, if I think if they can come out of it 3-0, and that's, that's a huge win. I mean, that's a giant momentum heading into WIC play. But even 2-1, and one, if that loss is a, is a close loss or a competitive game that just came down to the wire, either way, I, I, it's probably better than 3-0 and against the, the not-as-good opponents that they played. So I, I think there's a lot of advantages that UWL can take from these first three weeks of games. Uh, then they have their bye week, and then they start WIC play with Whitewater right away. But, like I said, find all that stuff on lacrosstribune.com. A fun story about Zach Zilmer, Black River Falls graduate, coming back from an ACL injury, and he's going to be a, a terrorizer on the edge for quarterbacks. I know Matt Janice, the defensive coordinator, has a lot of fun, creative things that he wants to do with him off the edge. So that's another one there. And then also um, the offensive line, talked to a couple of those guys, and Andy McGlenn, their coach, kind of about how they put things together here in training camp as well. So, all that's on lacrosstribune.com. You can go read that. Let's talk about the Luther game a little bit here. You know, Luther, a triple option team that we've seen the last four or five seasons for lacrosse. Uh, I should say we think they're a, a triple option team. They have a new coach this season. Um, the, the belief is that they're going to keep a lot of the triple option principles, seeing as they've been recruiting it for four to five years. It would be really tough to ask all those guys to just kind of switch everything on the fly, especially when you have the – the type of line that they have, solid guys all between about 5'11 to 6'1, not a ton of huge bodies, but the point is to be quicker when you're running that triple option along the line so you can get up to the second level and create some lanes. So we think they're going to be triple option. You you would imagine that they would be, but either way, I mean, this is one of those chances that the, the defensive front seven is going to get their pads popping really early. I mean, there's either, even if they're not triple option, Luther is still going to be run heavy. So there's going to be a lot of chances for some, some collisions in the hole for front seven players for lacrosse. Personally, you know, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the triple option. Philosophically, I think it just limits you. We've seen that with Luther. Lacrosse was able to build up pretty big leads in the last three seasons against them. And then when you're a triple option team, every drive has to be pretty methodical. You, I know the old school guys will argue with me that there's the big play ability to a point. And I guess they're right, but to me, you just when you're using so little of the field horizontally uh, in your formations, you're just kind of telling the defense, hey. We are only going between, you know, hash to hash. You don't have to worry too much about the outside. And as long as you keep contained, there, there's not too much enough triple option offense can do outside of that. But um, like I said, the Eagles have won the last three matchups. It's their fourth year in a row playing uh, the Knights, or excuse me, the Norris down at Luther. Um, the, some of the key players for Luther running back, Usain Wazuni. Yeah, Wazini. They have a lot of crazy pronunciation on this team. But you've seen Wazini, uh, 
anytime you're you're the feature back for a triple option offense, you're going to get the ball a lot. And he's a pretty solid kid, about six foot, two hundred ten pounds. Going to be a lot to take down. It's a big challenge for the front seven there to to get him down and not allow him to pop a lot of those big runs up the middle that I know a triple option offense likes to go for. And same thing with their their quarterback Ian Kirkendall. Uh, just a guy that's going to have to be contained in, with those option plays. He's faking up the middle most of the time, either left or right, and then he's either going to decide to pitch or carry it around the, uh, around the tackle area. So, again, another guy they're going to have to contain with that front seven. But I think the, their key player, in my opinion, is Justin Montgomery. He's a six foot five receiver. He's a huge test for the UWL corners out of the gate just because they don't have that much size. I mean, they're not that tall. You're looking at Colton Neiman being one of their tallest corners at about 6'1", 6'2". So a size mismatch, and I don't know how well he can jump, Justin Montgomery, but if he can jump at all, just you don't need to be a great quarterback to kind of throw it up to a guy like that if he's got the athleticism. So a big test for those guys out of the gate. You look at some of the triple option offenses at the higher levels, like Georgia Tech, they've produced receivers like Calvin Johnson and Demarius Thomas. So the triple option offenses like to have one big receiver, not only to help with the outside blocking, but to also kind of just bail them out when they have some of those longer third and longs or anything like that. So if Justin Montgomery is that type of guy athletically, jumping-wise, that could be a big test for the secondary for UWL. But I think, like I said, this is probably the biggest proving ground for the UWL offensive line. They know that there's some doubt around them because they're going to have to start some young guys. There's likely going to be three freshmen or maybe two freshmen and a sophomore starting in week one. So how do they do and how they give, how much time they give Ben Shramsky to operate uh, is pretty much going to determine this game and the games going forward for UWL. You heard Ben earlier say he's got the utmost confidence in those guys and he would know he's the one sitting behind him in practice every day. So uh, it, it sounds good so far. It's just going to be how well they can progress and continue getting better as the games go along here. And I think that another big thing is to watch is Luke Bankson, the new offensive coordinator, getting his first play calling in for UWL. Uh, he's been a quality of control coach, position coach, offensive coordinator in high school, some other things. But this is his first time to be the guy calling the plays every play, Running the offense is kind of his show. That's how Mike Schmidt runs the offense. Um, he Obviously, he has input, but he kind of gives the offensive coordinator the key and says, here's what you want to do. Go for it. All I ask is kind of go fast. That's Mike Schmidt's biggest thing. He's always talked about playing with speed, so we're expect to see that from the Eagles again this season. But that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Really appreciate you listening. Go to lacrossetribune.com for past episodes of the show. Uh, all of our UWL coverage, and I will be down in Decorah, Iowa, for the game on Saturday against Luther. You can follow me for live updates from that at cbartdizzle on tw- on Twitter. Excuse me, you can follow me there or on the Cross Tribune after the game. We'll have the stories up pretty quickly there. Well, we'll talk to you next week, and thanks again for listening.